Hello, welcome, and thanks for checking in today to No Vacancy, the podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Palmer. I'm an Airbnb ambassador and 17-time super host, and I've hosted over 1,000 reservations. I'm a stay-at-home mom of two under two and manage my eight listings remotely. My mission is to help new and experienced vacation rental hosts turn their listings into fully booked, profitable properties that can be managed from anywhere, so you too can have no vacancies. If that sounds good to you, let's get right into the show. Before we jump into today's episode, who remembers episode 40 with realtor Tyler Kuhn of Savvy Realty in the North Carolina market? We talked about how to find the perfect market for your short-term rental. And no joke, so many of you hit Tyler up after that episode to work with him that he decided to come on and sponsor the podcast. I truly cannot thank you guys enough for reaching out to Tyler, name dropping me when you did. And also thank you to Tyler for seeing how loyal and engaged this audience is and deciding to invest with the show long term from there. I know it will pay off. I know that this audience is eagerly looking for new markets to invest in. And having a realtor and agents that are not only experts in real estate, but also hosts and co-hosts themselves is so important. This team knows what it takes to turn a simple property purchase into a big investment without wasting time or resources along the way. So if you are just trying to flip a house, rent out your home, or turn a brand new property into a profitable business, Savvy Realty is the team to help you do it. Tyler and the team are going to look at more than just the specs of the home and number of bedrooms and bathrooms, but is this a property that is likely to get booked by guests? How's it going to do? How are reviews going to be? What's the regulation about short-term rentals in the area? Is there an HOA or CCNRs to look out for? Truly, with a purchase this big, you just want to make sure that you have the experts there holding your hand along the way. Follow the link in the show notes to book a call with a Savvy Realty agent today so that you know your next STR purchase is backed by a realtor who is a host themselves and knows what to look for. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Vacancy, the podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Palmer. For today's episode, I wanted to run through 12 different brands and products that I think every single host needs to know exists. So here's the background story. As you guys already know, I am planning with Tatiana Taylor-Tate Level Up Your Listing Women's Summit, which is happening in less than two weeks. That's just crazy to me. It's literally 12 days away. And if you haven't heard, it's an all-women's short-term rental conference happening in Scottsdale, Arizona, February 27th, 28th, and March 1st. And one of the big things that Tatiana and I took very seriously was which sponsors we wanted to bring on for the event. And we ended up getting these 12 sponsors. And I swear, this is probably one of the things that I'm the most proud about with this summit because these are brands that I have personally used, have been dying to use, know people who have used who just rave about them. And it's just such an honor that these brands would put their stamp of approval behind the event and help support it and make it possible. And one thing through mine and Tatiana's conversations with these brands, we kept hearing over and over from them was once hosts know that these brands and products exist, it is so easy for these brands to make the sale because they are solving so many problems for hosts. And I think a lot of my listeners, this was my journey 
are accidental hosts. We started just hosting one property. Maybe we started managing something for a friend. We had something passed down to us. Maybe we just invested in one property because we thought it would be a good little side hustle. And now we've found that we love this and we want to be running it more like a business. And so many hosts, again, myself included, don't even know that the tools I'm about to mention today, that the brands that I'm about to mention exist and are here to help us. But once you hear about them, hosts just are obsessed. And you'll see why. They target so many of these pain points that we constantly feel as hosts. So I decided, even though this podcast episode itself is not sponsored by any of these brands, they are sponsoring the summit, I just thought it would be such a disservice to only limit the reach of these brands to the few hundred people that are attending the summit when I have so many more listeners than that. And I know that so many of you might be struggling with a certain pain point right now that one of these brands can come in and solve for you. I do want to be very clear. I am by no means telling you to go out and invest in 12 different brands. At the end of the day, we are running businesses and you have to look at the bottom line. And as much as I love these sponsors, I would never, ever tell a host to just go spend their money on a subscription for something that they might not need. So I definitely don't think you need to go out and sign up for all 12 of these, but I just hope that you listen with an open mind. And if if I mention some sort of product or something that can really help you, don't be shy reaching out to these brands. They are so helpful. And like I said, Tatiana and I have had countless conversations with all of these brands getting their summit sponsorships ready and their booths and their activations and installations at the summit. And it's going to be so fun to see it come to life. And I truly believe in every one of these brands, but I would never tell a host to go spend their money at at the ultimate expense of the of running the business. So just know you do not need any of these tools. There are definitely ways to still run the business without them, but I think that these make it a lot easier. And I would hate for somebody to be struggling with a problem when there is a solution that could be right in front of your face and you just haven't heard of it yet. Without further ado, let's jump in and run through these 12 brands so you guys know what tools are out there to help you as a host. First, let's talk about my dear friends at Minoan. Minoan, you guys have probably heard because they've already been longtime supporters of this show, and I'm so honored that they came on to support our first ever in-person event. And even though I just told you guys to not run out and purchase all of these subscriptions if you can't afford them, Minoan is the one tool here that you have no excuse to not be using because it is completely free to hosts. And what Minoan does is they basically just get really, really good discounts, 40, 50, even 60% off for all of your favorite furniture brands, Crate and Barrel, Pottery Barn, Article, um, what else? West Elm, CB2, not to mention mattress brands, Brooklinen, linen brands, even public goods. And like I said, they are 100% completely free. The way that Minoan works is just like the same way that hotels are able to get really good discounts on furniture because they're buying so much bulk, Minoan essentially goes out there and negotiates with these brands that we all love and says, hey, there are more hosts, more short-term rentals than there are hotel rooms in the entire world. Hosts should be able to take advantage of some discounts and group purchasing power. So Minoan steps in, they negotiate these amazing discounts for us and pass them off to the host, and they just take a little bit of that cut to make their money. And that makes this service 100% free to hosts. And so this is one where no matter where you're at in your hosting journey, there's no excuse to not at least check them out. I am sure you will find some furniture piece that you absolutely love. If you are furnishing an entire place from scratch, Minoan will literally save you thousands of dollars. I am not kidding. Um, I've seen hosts who have literally saved like $8,000 through Minoan. And even if you already have a place that's already set up and running, 
save a few hundred bucks on some certain pieces here and there. You can slowly start to transition things over, like all of your consumables. You can move them over to options that Minoan carries so that you start getting a discount. And just as pieces of furniture break or need replacing, buy them through Minoan. So that is one service here that you have literally no excuse not to use. I will link them in the show notes below. And on that note, actually, all of the sponsors I'm about to list will be linked in the show notes. So you can just directly go and check out any of the products from this episode. The next brand that I want to mention is Proper Insurance. And Proper Insurance is the only insurance out there that is 100% created for short-term rental hosts. There are other insurance brands who also do coverage for STRs, but they also do midterm and long-term. Proper is 100% dedicated to helping short-term rental hosts and their properties. So they also provide home insurance for a fallen tree or a quake or a flood, but deep down at their core, they are experts when it comes to short-term rental insurance, and they do it better than anyone else because that is what they specialize in. Another interesting thing about Proper that sets them apart from some other insurance companies out there is that some other companies are really just brokers and they will just connect you with an insurance plan that works for you. Proper actually provides the insurance itself in-house. And so what that means is that they're able to cut out the middleman and with a lot of claims, you'll get answers much faster than some other guys out there. And you're dealing with the people directly who are collecting the money and then paying it back out rather than going through a broker that's going to connect you in the end with another insurance company. If you have struggled with making air cover claims on Airbnb or trying to get paid out from Verbo or even worked with another insurance company that just didn't specialize in STR, I would highly consider looking into proper because this is all they do. This is literally it. Just conventional home insurance, you know, like I said, flood, fire, quake, tree falling through your house. But more than anything, they really know what to do with huge parties that have blown out of proportion, guests suing you for liability, lost income during the time of having to recover. They get it better than anyone else. That is exclusively what they do. And we are actually really excited that they're going to be hosting an entire session at the summit on how to prevent things and really make sure that you are protected as a host, which is so important, especially, like I said, for those of us accidental hosts who fell into this without a true business plan and now have to kind of go back and correct some things. Proper is going to hold your hand through that entire process to make sure that moving forward, you are fully protected and will not lose your investment. Next up is AirDNA. And this is one that I think all of you have probably heard of. AirDNA is just like once you officially call yourself a real host, you start using AirDNA. Here's the thing, though. I think a lot of hosts, and honestly, that includes me, are not using AirDNA to its full potential. I've played around with the rentalizer. I've gone in and I've looked at some numbers in my market, but I feel like I am not truly tapping into all the greatness and all the data that AirDNA has to offer. And this is actually one. They are also hosting a speaking session at the summit, which I am so excited for because they're going to run a whole entire workshop going through all the different insights that you can get through AirDNA. And I think a lot of us hosts need it. A couple new things that I just learned about AirDNA are that they actually have onward looking data and predictions. I did not realize that in the times that I used AirDNA, it always seemed like I had to filter out 2020 because that was a weird year with COVID, 2021 because that was a weird year with a lot more income than I saw in 2022. And so I would kind of filter out those years and have to go back to 2019 and further. And I just recently noticed that AirDNA actually now gives you onward looking data and predictions for the future, which is 
just amazing. And I feel like that's going to be such a helpful tool to have when you're looking at markets in the future, because there are a lot of markets that maybe are not huge yet. Property prices are still really cheap. But if you can see through the predictor here how they are trending, that could really help you make a good investment for hundreds of thousands of dollars less than other markets out there. And another thing, too, that I didn't realize with AirDNA is all of the data you can get. I always thought of AirDNA as the place to go to for average daily rate and occupancy rates. But there are actually so many more insights than just that. One of them being booking lead time. I did not realize that AirDNA even shows you booking lead time. You guys, that is amazing. If you've listened to my recent podcast episode about mistakes that I made in 2022, one of the big ones was I have not adjusted for my booking lead time well. We used to get really, really last minute bookings, and now I've noticed that people are booking further out, and I think I honestly missed out on a good chunk of income because I did not adjust that quickly enough. If I had had a subscription like AirDNA ongoing, I would have been able to see that change coming and adjusted before I had to realize it myself and lose out on that money. So this is just one. If you've ever used AirDNA in the past when you were first considering a market, I would go back and give it another look. It looks to me like there's so many new insights that have come out and a lot more accurate data since the last time I played around with it. And I'm really excited to hear from them in person about all the new features coming and just utilizing this tool to its fullest potential. I really think, too, that as hosting gets more and more competitive, it's going to be more important than ever to be able to understand data and trends that are coming and start addressing them before they've kind of hit your market. You want to stay ahead of it and not have to feel the burnout or the pressure around you and then start making your adjustments. And that's what this tool is going to help you do. The next brand that I want to talk about is Relay Bank. Relay is not specifically a tool designed for hosts, but they've been showing up at so many hosting conferences lately. If you've attended any, you've probably seen their booth. They've got the really cute green and pink branding. And really plain and simple, what Relay does is they just make business banking easier. Relay has this really, really easy to navigate concept of putting all of your money into these different buckets. So you can have all these buckets surrounding the business, such as your income, your operating expenses, cleaning fees you're paying out, restocking supplies, payroll, taxes, travel. And the problem you'll run into is maybe you open a brand new business account for this property you're doing and you just charge everything to that card and set up all your auto pay to come out of that one account. But if the payments aren't organized within that account, you're going to spend so much money on a bookkeeper or so much time at the end of the year sorting through all of this and kind of having to work backwards to clean it up and organize it. With Relay, you don't have to open multiple business accounts. Under the one, you can just open these different like pools or buckets and start having everything organized right there within it. This is also a great tool for anybody who has different payment structures and maybe different businesses within their hosting business. So in my case, I manage two properties for my parents, I own one property, and then I manage six more for other owners. And between all of those, I get paid out different amounts, right? I obviously make more off the one that I own versus where I just get a commission for co-hosting for other people. And since I'm kind of running these different businesses, in one case, I own a property. In the other, I'm added on as a co-host. 
It's really difficult for me to sort through all of these expenses. I might go ahead and buy shampoo or toilet paper or something, and it's very hard to track which listing it went towards, what percent of the total income that was, how much of my earnings that dipped into, but Relay just makes it so easy to keep track of it. And as I talk about this one, you honestly should just go click the link and go check out their website because I think if you can visualize the way that these buckets look, it will make it a lot clearer what I'm describing. But Relay they kind of just skip over the step of needing a bookkeeper is is my favorite way to describe it. Every single transaction you make, every single payment that comes in, when it's through Relay, it's just so easy to organize it that at the end of the year, you will be able to see exactly how much money did I spend traveling to and from the property? How much money did I spend on supplies? How much did I spend on my designer? How much did I make from that one property I co-host? How much did I make from that one property I co-host? And I think that having a grasp on this will just make it so much easier in the future to make better decisions. Maybe you co-host one property in Florida and one in Texas, and you're wanting to take on a third one and you don't know where. If you can see the numbers so clearly on which one is more profitable for you, it's just going to make you so much more money in the future. And really, there's no there's no fees to it. They don't have any overdraft fees, no minimum balances. It's free to open an account. Um, I actually think that there's like promo code somewhere out there where if you open an account, you get like a free hundred dollars. Maybe I'll ask them about that and get that promo code set up for you guys at the summit. But there's there's just no fees and it's it's free to set up, um, free cash deposits and withdrawals. Uh, you can open up to 50 Visa debit cards, which is great. So if you've got a cleaner, a co-host, um, maybe you have a designer right now that's making a lot of purchases for your place, you can pull out up to 50 different debit cards for them. If your brother is a plumber and you hired him for right now to do some plumbing for you, pull out a brand new debit card for him and give it to him so you can see exactly which charges were made by each person helping run your business. They just make it so easy to just add on new little buckets and new cards and everything. And I I just, I think hosts are just going to love this tool and fall in love with it. I think that there might be a little bit of a learning curve to rethink the way you bank and be splitting things up into these buckets. But once you master it, it's just going to make it so much easy to see the numbers very, very clearly and know, know how profitable or maybe not profitable your business is and make decisions from there. The next brand I want to talk about is Price Labs. And you guys, I used to be a skeptic in using pricing software. If any of you have taken my five-day crash course, you know that I would talk about not being the biggest fan of pricing softwares. And I have to say, I have changed my mind on that. I for sure used to think that I could price better than the dynamic pricing softwares out there and that I knew my property and market better than some random software. But I have to say over the years, the technology behind these softwares has gotten so much better and so much more accurate. The more users that use this, the more accurate the data is and the better price predictions they can make. And at this point, I think that they are totally in line with the predictions that I was making for my places. And what I like about it too is just even if I felt like I could price it the same, at this point, I'm managing nine listings. I do not have time to price these things out. I just don't have time for nine listings to manage that. And I think a dynamic pricing tool is so great for that automation. What's great too is there are so many other little tweaks that you can make within Price Labs. For example, let's say you have a three-night minimum, but then there becomes a two-night gap between two three-day bookings. You know that Airbnb just automatically blocks off those two nights because you have a three-night minimum, so they won't make that available for booking. 
With Price Labs, you can set a rule that says, hey, anytime I get a two-night gap between, change it to a two-night minimum. And those are things that I used to do manually, and it would I'd miss some, right? I would go back and look and realize, oh my God, why are these two days blocked? Oh, because they're sandwiched between two three-day rentals. Now with Price Labs, all of that can be automated. You can always set rules for, you know, holiday weekends, 4th of July. If you've got an event coming to town like the Super Bowl, you can always change those rules to make things go up for that. So it's truly customizable, but I just think it's so much more accurate than Airbnb smart pricing. Am I wrong? And I like that it's automated. So even as new days are opening up and maybe I miss a holiday or something, I still feel that Price Labs is better than relying on just Airbnb smart pricing, but you're still fully in control and can customize any of those little tweaks that you want to make. There's so many different rules and stuff that you can play with within Price Labs. I still feel like I'm learning so much about it. And even playing around with the fact that with Price Labs, you can actually do market research. You can see what projected ADR and occupancy rate are in certain markets. So there's a lot more to Price Labs than just the dynamic pricing piece. So if you haven't played around with Price Labs much, that's one that I would definitely encourage you to go and take a look at. Um, even if you feel like you've got your pricing down, there are other features to Price Labs that are really, really helpful to host right now. And like I said, the product just keeps getting better and better. The more and more hosts jump on it, the more data they have to go off of, the more that they can use for reference and, and predicting pricing. And I just think that these tools have come so far. The first time I ever played with a dynamic pricing software was in like 2018, and I was not impressed. And I can honestly say now, the more and more that I play with a dynamic pricing software, the more I love it. They have come so far. Next up, let's talk about Breezeway. Breezeway is such an easy way to track your cleaners, your cleaning checklists, ensure quality work, make sure that they're doing everything, make sure that they're uploading pictures, that they're tracking inventory. You can even use it for your handyman and any maintenance requests and repairs. It's basically like a digital... Uh, checklist. I don't I don't even know how I would describe it. You guys just got to go check out Breezeway. Basically, Breezeway can link up to your hosting calendar, so it will automatically update when cleanings are needed. If anybody requests a late checkout or an early check-in or anything like that, Breezeway can automatically update that so that your cleaner knows to be ready early or to not enter the property until later. You can put all of the items that you have in your place, and so it makes it very easy for cleaners to check off when something is running low, when something is out of stock. Uh, it's very easy to track what needs to be ordered more of. Uh, there's picture checklists you can put in there. So if there's a certain way that you like the bed made with the throw pillows on a certain way, take a picture of the bed, stage it exactly like that, upload that in Breezeway, and then when the cleaners are done cleaning, they'll have to take a picture, upload it to Breezeway to basically check off that they finished the job. So if you are a host that's hosting from remotely and you don't know if you can trust your cleaners, you're working with a new team and you're very nervous about how to ensure quality of work, this app is perfect. You don't have to go back and forth texting them. You don't have to be calling them. You don't have to ask them to send you videos going through everything. You have all of it automatically uploaded, time stamped. So if your guests ever have any complaints that the place was left dirty or messy or anything, you can go back and reference those photos right in Breezeway and prove that it looked perfect because you got a freshly time stamped photo. And again, I like it too because of the way that it tracks inventory. What I usually would do is once inventory was running low in my place and it was time to restock, I would have to hit up my cleaners and be like, hey, can you let me know what's running low? I'm planning to do a huge shipment of things or do a Costco run. What do I need to get? And all the time my cleaners would be like, 
well, we have the little laminated checklist in your supply closet, but we're not there right now. I don't remember what's on it. And then I'd have to wait one or two days until they go back to the property to that closet and then can send me a picture of the checklist. And here, you will never have to bug your cleaner or ask them. You don't have to remind them to send you a picture. As long as they're just documenting it regularly, you'll have those things updated. I will be 100% honest here with one thing. I am struggling a little bit with getting my cleaners to adopt Breezeway. They kind of seem set in their old ways and they're wanting to go back and forth just through text like we've always done it. But I have enough faith in this product and how much it's going to help that I'm like being patient with them and slowly encouraging them to just give it a try and letting them know again that it's going to make their job easier as cleaners because I don't have to micromanage them. They can just document their work in the app and I just get a notification. I'll notice when they started cleaning, when they're done cleaning. Um, if anything's broken, like the handle on the fridge broke, I don't know. They don't have to call me and tell me. They can just take a picture of it and upload it and put a note about what it is. I'll get notified and then I can get on the repair so they can just focus on cleaning and they don't have to stop what they're doing to call me. I I just love it. And even though my cleaners are not adopting it the best, again, I don't want to I don't want to sugarcoat that they're not loving the adoption process of it. But I have so much faith in the product that we are going to get through this. And I'm very excited for when, you know, the change is over with nobody likes change, but I'm excited for the dust to settle and us to move forward with this. Um, if any of you have used Breezeway and struggled a little bit with getting your cleaners to adopt it, please hit me up because I really, really, really want to use the product. I love it. And that's just the one little hang up in the way is getting them to love it as much as I do. I think we'll get there. Next up, let's talk about Showplace. Showplace is a really cool service that can do virtual design for hosts. And so if you've got a property you invested in remotely, maybe you don't have time to go and check it out yourself, or maybe you did invest in a place right down the street, but you just aren't a good designer and you don't feel like designing it, you'd rather be researching the market for your next investment. With Showplace, you get a virtual designer, you just upload pictures of the space, you plug in the measurements, you kind of tell them what vibe you're going for, and they will have a virtual designer spit something out for you. And whatever furniture they recommend, they can get it to you at discount designer trade rates. And I'll be honest, I used to be very skeptical about virtual design. I am somebody who has to walk through a space to visualize what I would do to it. And so it's very hard for me to imagine that people could be good at virtual design. But the truth is, when you get the measurements and the photos of the place, these designers have all the all the tools to mock up the place and create a rendering, a 3D rendering that is near perfect to what it's going to look like. And you save so much money by not having to fly in a designer, pay for travel costs, have them come in, get all these people to come in and take the measurements for you. So if you're willing to upload the photos and send in the measurements, you can get really, really good designs to fit the space perfectly. These are professional designers. And again, you're not even paying that much because any costs associated with the designer get offset by the cost of the discounted furniture you're getting. So it's really the cheapest way to get high quality design and still make sure that you're standing out above the competition while taking advantage of some furniture discounts. At the summit, Showplace is actually sponsoring a braid bar at our welcome party. So ladies, if you are into those big chunky boho braids, um, come with your hair undone to the welcome party Monday because you will be able to get a cute chunky boho braid there. I was going to hire a hair and makeup artist before the welcome party and now I'm only doing makeup because my hair will be undone so I can get a cute cute chunky braid and apparently they're supposed to last like three days so you won't even have to redo your hair for the rest of the summit 
Love that. Love that for us. All right, next up, let's talk about Hostfully. Hostfully is a PMS or a property management software. So let's say you are the host who is already listed on all of the things, Airbnb, Verbo, Booking.com, maybe you even have a direct booking site, and you're also using Price Labs for your pricing, and you've got Breezeway for your cleaning checklists. And now you have so many different tools that you need to log into, right? You upload one brand new photo into your Airbnb listing, but realize you have to go change it also on Verbo and Booking and Hotels.com and your direct booking site and wherever you are. And maybe you want to make a tweak to your pricing on one listing, but you realize you have to log into this system instead and you want to update something in your check-in procedures or your cleaning checklist. And there's just so many different pieces to manage by the time you're building up this entire tech stack. That is where Hostfully comes in. You basically go to Hostfully. It's your one hub. You've got all your different booking sites, your online travel agencies, your OTAs on there. You've got all the tools that are helping you run the business in there. And in one place, you can make all the different tweaks that you need to. One thing I love about Hostfully too is their digital guidebook. If you guys haven't played with this, it is so much fun. And Hostfully is actually sponsoring. They are putting together the digital guidebook for our summit. So if you're a summit attendee, you'll be able to see what the guidebook looks like. It's really cool and interactive and it's, it's updated in real time. So if, you know, you've got a guidebook that has all of your favorite restaurant suggestions in there and a guest hits you up about, hey, do you know how late they're open? You don't have to go check if the restaurant closes early tonight or anything like that. Hostfully pulls that data in real time from Google. Also, if you ever have guests who booked a place and they're like, hey, what's the weather going to be like tomorrow? Why did they ask that? Why can't they just go check the weather? So annoying, right? Well, now you can send them your Hostfully digital guidebook. And since it's digital and updated in real time, they'll be able to check weather info for themselves. And I just, I love it. It's so, if any of you have seen the guidebook or used it yourself already in a place you've stayed at, or maybe you already have it as a host, it's sexy, isn't it? Like it's a good looking guidebook. And I feel like it sets a very good first impression with guests. And look, I am still a believer in a printed guidebook because you do have less tech savvy people who want the printed thing. And I always think it's nice. It's like a nice touch to have a physical printed book. But it is very cool that if there are updates, I can always put them into a digital guidebook first before I might have time to go print a new copy and bring the physical guidebook there. When we talk about how to make hosting easier and more automated and step back from the business, this is kind of that tool that's going to take you to that next level. You can put all of those different systems that you're using in one place. You have one place to go to update everything. And because of that guidebook feature too, it's just so easy when guests have questions to send them the link to the digital guidebook and have everything adjusted there in real time. So we are really excited to have Hostfully and actually the CEO of Hostfully, Margot, she is going to be doing a speaking session about how to build the perfect hosting tech stack and upload everything into Hostfully so that it's all compatible and easy to use. One other thing, too, that Tatiana and I were very diligent and particular about is we wanted to make sure that all of our sponsors could be compatible with one another. And so, like, you know, we talked about Price Labs and Breezeway. You can integrate those with Hostfully perfectly. So do not worry that if you want to sign up for all these different things and use all the different tools, there's going to be issues with integrating them. Everything we've talked about will seamlessly go with Hostfully so you can manage it all in that one place. All right, you guys, four more sponsors to get through, okay? We are powering through these. Next one I want to talk about is CanMonkey. You guys, I am so obsessed with CanMonkey, I can't even explain it. Let me let me tell you what they do. 
Can Monkey, wait for it, Can Monkey will roll your trash cans to the curb for you and then bring them back in. I know. How cool is that? You guys, this is something I actually, on my properties in Big Bear, do not deal with this because Big Bear does not have a trash service. And so guests are responsible for taking things out to the dump site. We do not have garbage trucks that come and pick up dumpsters. So I did not realize that this is a struggle for people. But then I started talking to other hosts and markets who are like, yeah, I don't know how to get my trash out to the curb on trash day. It feels really icky for me to ask my guests to do that. That should not be an expectation of them. I would like to ask my cleaner, but sometimes my cleaner doesn't have a cleaning on trash day and I don't want her to just show up to the property when she doesn't need to be there. And then I don't know how to get the trash cans back on and what happens when there's a holiday and trash day gets moved around or pushed back a day and I have to remember that. And gosh, especially if you are a host that invested in a different market from where you live, how do you even keep track of when trash day is or if they change it? And if you've got multiple properties, you're supposed to remember trash day for each of them. And if you just miss one week, that trash buildup is so hard to recover from. You don't want your guests coming out to full trash bags and then just leaving trash like on the ground. And there's just so many things that can happen. What if even, you know, the trash does make it out to the curb, but Somehow, when the trash truck puts it back down, some empty plastic recyclable water bottles spill around. Who's cleaning that? Your guests? Your cleaner? That's kind of outside of your cleaner's job description. And I had no idea, you guys, that this is such a serious problem so many hosts deal with. But then I met this company, Can Monkey, and the founder, Alex, he is such a cool guy. And I think that this company is seriously going to take over this entire industry. They are not in every market yet. I believe that they are in 55 cities and 10 states right now. So just go to their website and see if they are in your market yet. They are in Scottsdale. So if you are a summit attendee and you're coming locally from Scottsdale, Can Monkey is there. I think Scottsdale is actually the city they were founded in. And that's where the CEO and the team live. And it's just genius. You pay just a monthly fee and they will come and roll your trash cans out, keep track of the day, and then bring them back in. I love it. Like, I feel like this is just, this is truly the kind of innovation, you guys, that like excites me to to no end. Like, I could talk about the logistics of removing trash all day. Like, this is just fascinating to me how this was a problem for hosts and someone was like, I know how to solve it. Let me put people on a trash route and get them to roll the trash cans to the curb and bring them back in. It's like the simplest problem that so many hosts struggle with and don't need to. So Can Monkey, I'm so glad they're sponsoring. They're actually sponsoring a cotton candy cart at our welcome party. So we're going to do a fun little play on words with like cotton candy, trash cans, Can Monkey. You get it? So that's going to be a cute one. And I swear this is one of those tools that people just don't know exist. But once you find out about them, you will like flood their website and go sign up today. Next up, I want to talk about Boostly. And if you guys remember episode 33 of the podcast I had on Mark Simpson, who is the founder of Boostly. Boostly, if you don't remember that episode, is the tool to help you launch direct bookings for your short-term rentals. So if you are tired of AirDNA and Verbo and the OTAs controlling your whole business and you want to do direct bookings, that's where Boostly comes in. And Mark and the entire team at Boostly that are designing direct booking websites for you and everyone, they are just so helpful. 
I had a listener actually reach out to me and say that she was having an issue with Airbnb not paying out a claim and it totally motivated her to want to go get her direct booking site. I immediately told her, go hit up Mark Simpson at Boostly, tell him Natalie sent you and he will help you right away. And I swear within two hours, Mark texted me and was like, thanks so much for the referral. We got her set up with the direct booking site. She's going to be good to go like within the day. It was amazing how fast they were and so helpful. And so if you are wanting to do a direct booking site, first go back and listen to episode 33 so you can hear all about our conversation with that and then go hit up Mark. Tell him Natalie sent you and they will set you up with your custom direct booking site. Truly the team there is so helpful and so fast at getting back to people and just making sure your website is perfect for your branding. And we're also really excited that Mark Simpson is gifting 200 copies of his book. So if you're wanting to learn more about direct booking, the first 200 people to check in at the summit will get a free copy of his book. So make sure you check in early on Monday before the welcome party. The next brand I want to talk about is Super Hog, and this comes perfectly off of direct bookings because one of the things that makes people really scared to leave Airbnb or Verbo behind is the thought that you're going to lose air cover and that protection from the OTAs. So what do you do when you go direct and you don't really have that insurance and that protection over you? That is where a tool like Super Hog comes in. Super Hog does guest screening and it can also help with damage waivers and collecting a little bit of a deposit from your guests so that you are protected if there are any damages. If you've ever realized with Airbnb, for example, even if you put a damage deposit there, Airbnb doesn't actually collect a damage deposit. Don't know if you've noticed that. You have to go through the resolution center to actually claim that money. With Super Hog, you attach that to any booking and you'll actually be able to charge the guest 15 bucks or so and kind of build up a reserves so that if there are damages, you've got some money to pull out from to take care of that in case air cover or your insurance doesn't want to pay out for the claim. So Superhog is a really cool tool for protecting you financially with that. And then also they're able to do guest screening. So if you ever feel weird about a guest, um, you could do this with Airbnb, but really it's most helpful for direct booking. You grab that guest's phone number, send it through Superhog, and they will run if it's a real legit number or if it seems like it's coming from a burner account or maybe they used a fraudulent credit card method to pay or anything like that. So Superhog is just one of those really nifty tools that if you are making the leap to leave OTAs and do direct booking, but you're nervous of abandoning air cover and not having Airbnb to run the payments for you and make sure that the credit cards are all legit, that is where Superhog is going to really save your butt and just make sure that that protection piece is still in place even when you go on your own and leave the OTAs. And finally, our last sponsor for the summit is Crescent Retreats. Crescent Retreats is a hospitality brand, and they've got a ton of beautiful properties in Scottsdale. So if you are buying your ticket and still do not have a place to stay, then you need to hit up a Crescent Retreats property. These are luxury properties. They are absolutely stunning, and it will be a guaranteed way to turn your entire trip to Scottsdale into a truly memorable experience outside of the summit, but also where you're staying. And the founder of Crescent Retreats is, I would call him a dear friend at this point, Fuad Bazi. He is such a cool guy. And on top of managing this amazing hospitality brand that is focused around health and wellness and mindfulness. And actually what's really exciting is that one of the experiences that Fuad is sponsoring at the conference is the morning of Tuesday the 28th and Wednesday, March 1st. 
He is sponsoring a intention setting workshop and a mindfulness meditation workshop. So these are totally optional. They're super early in the morning, 7 a.m. before the conference takes off and starts. But for anyone who's an early riser and wants to start their day off just in a very present mindset, we're really excited that he wanted to grab two really talented people to run workshops on behalf of the brand and just spread his messaging of health, wellness, and mindfulness. And I think that these two morning workshops are going to be the perfect way to kick off each day and just set the tone for the entire event. So if you are an early riser or you want to motivate yourself a little bit and push yourself to get up earlier than you normally would, then make sure to come to the venue each day at 7 a.m. for these little extra bonus workshops that we're excited to have sponsored. You'll also get to hear from Fuad at the summit about the mastermind that he is launching, and it's going to be a three-month program, very intimate with dedicated support. Fuad is a master at luxury properties and also how to get partnerships and private investors. So if that is something you've been wanting to learn, you're going to be really excited to hear from him about that mastermind he's launching and that coaching program. So if you're wanting to continue your education after the summit, make sure to go find him and sign up before all the spots fill up for his workshop. Right now, I do know that the Crescent Retreats website is currently under construction. So in lieu of his website, I will drop his Instagram name below so you can connect with him directly there. And that is it. That is the 12 sponsors that we have making this entire summit possible. That doesn't even include the brands that have stepped up to give really cool things in our swag bags and do giveaways and prizes. So you will hear from so many more different tools and brands out there for hosts. But these are the 12 that really stepped up to support us financially and just make this entire conference possible. Check out the 12 links below if any of these tools and brands really spoke to you and you identified some pain point that one of these is going to help you with. You guys, I swear, rolling your trash cans to the curb. Like, I, I just love that. I love that. And lastly, of course, if you have not bought your ticket to level up your listing summit yet, what are you waiting for? Girlie, we are 12 days away. What are you waiting for? You got to book your hotel, your flight. You got to get on it. We are basically out of VIP tickets. I think as I speak, there are like two left. So jump on those if that's what you're wanting. And for general admission, we will probably be fully sold out over the weekend. I don't think they're going to last past that. So make sure to jump on it. Code Natalie10 saves you 10% on your tickets. And if you cannot attend in person, we also do have replays available. So you can also catch all of the sessions virtually that way. Just head to levelupyourlistingsummit.com and I will see you guys in 12 days. And lastly, for this week's Am I the Airbnb Hole, I don't know if you guys heard, but I talked about this on Instagram. Um, I typically would get all of my Airbnb Hole content from this one hosting Facebook group. I'm a member of many, but there was this one that I was very loyal to. I just felt like the worst hosts and worst guests were on that group so it was very entertaining and um if you saw my instagram stories about this i'm pretty sure that i got blocked or removed from the group i cannot find that group anywhere even when i search it the name doesn't pop up it's disappeared from my groups i just i can't even type it in nothing shows up and so i think i may have been blocked which i've definitely shit talked the people in that group i mean i've called them Airbnb holes, so I will admit to that, but I've never used names. I've always kept it anonymous. I've never said the dates or like the locations of when reservations were, what location. 
but I don't know why else I would just be removed. That group had like over a hundred thousand members. I don't think I would just be blocked or deleted from it by accident. I also never posted in there. So it's not like I posted something that was offensive. Honestly, I don't know if this is like arrogant of me to think, but I genuinely feel like somebody probably posted something, heard me read their post here, probably called them the Airbnb hole, and then maybe they hit up the admin of the group and said, hey, just so you know, when people post in here, it's not safe because some girl is reading our posts out on her podcast and judging us and calling us Airbnb holes. And maybe that admin blocked me. That's honestly what I think happened. Um, Until I find out otherwise, that is what I will continue to believe. So anyway, um, that admin and whoever reported me are the Airbnb holes. Okay. But in the meantime, I have resorted to going to Reddit instead for my am I the Airbnb hole content, which is fine. I will put up with it, but I am very offended that I've been blocked from this Facebook group that gave me so much good content. But anyway, I found a post on Reddit. So let's jump in and analyze this post. And in the meantime, if anyone happens to know why I got booted from the group, or if you're the admin of that group, let me back in. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I never mentioned names. I kept everything anonymous. I followed all the group rules. And this is honestly so offensive that I've been booted. Anyway, the group was like super hosts of Airbnb or Airbnb super hosts, something like that. There was over 100,000 members. If you're in that group, send me an invite. We're getting me back in there, okay? Anyway, in the meantime, here is the Reddit post I found for today. All right, so this was actually posted by a guest in the r slash Airbnb Reddit thread. This guest said... Host asking to cancel reservation before 10 a.m. the last night of the stay. As the title reads, I am trying to book a house and the host responded informing that I would need to cancel before 10 a.m. on my last day in order to not affect them on the city's short-term rental nights. Is this something that is normal? You guys, what? No, this is not something that is normal. If the host needs to shorten your stay, they need to cancel it on their end. And if there's some sort of regulation that you can't rent for a certain number of nights, then the host needs to put in that as a maximum night stay. This is ridiculous. How dare you let people book all these nights, think that they have accommodations, and then tell them you have to cancel. It's your fault because of my city regulation. No, that is so unfair. Clearly, you just made a bad investment in a market that isn't friendly to hosting. Maybe it was a good market at the time, but now they've changed their rules and you're trying to do this illegally at the expense of your guests, ruining their vacation and their accommodations. That is so unfair. If you are not able to host for this amount of stay, you need to put that in your in your settings. You cannot let guests book this and then you tell them to cancel. So if you're going to do this, have the balls to actually cancel it on themselves. You're only going to be able to do that two or three times before Airbnb basically blocks your account because you cannot let people just be booking and then cancel or shorten their stays. That is so unfair. So this host is 100% the Airbnb hole. Look, I do feel bad if they invested in something that didn't have regulation and maybe now it does. And, you know, they're just still trying to do the best they can to make the business work. But this is so unfair and unethical to put your guests in this position where they think that they are booking a vacation for a certain number of days, and then after the booking is confirmed, after they've spent money with you and maybe turned down another listing in another zip code or county that they wanted, 
that they were also interested in, then you tell them that they can't actually stay with you as long as they wanted. That is so unfair, and this host is definitely the Airbnb hole. And look, snitches get stitches, okay? I don't like a tattletale. I would not tell this guest to go and report this host to the city or anything, but I would just put my foot down if I were the guest and say, no, you are making the decision to cancel or shorten my stay. You need to do it. I am not initiating that. Make the guests do it. Make them own the consequences of not putting in a maximum number of nights stay and accepting your booking, knowing that they full well could not host you for the full amount of time. Make them own it. Make them cancel or shorten. If they push back, you call Airbnb and explain what's happening. And again, I wouldn't like report them to the city. Like that's just not cool. But just let them learn the lesson on their own by either making Airbnb, make them be the one to cancel and very quickly, they will learn that they cannot sustain this. And it's really unfair to make guests book things that you knowingly cannot host. And with that, it is now checkout time. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you back here next week. Lastly, as Airbnb hosts, we all can appreciate a good five-star review. So you already know a great review on this podcast would mean so much to me. Please subscribe, review, share, and connect with me in the show notes below. Bye.